0: Now for our story. It was early afternoon. Cutting across the courthouse square on his way to see his attorney, Angus McKillop, Bill Mead had noticed an expensive perambulator which contained a very lovely baby, attended by a neatly dressed, dark-haired young woman. Coming closer, Bill had been certain this was the baby he believed to be his son. In the care of the nurse, he understood Ben Calvert had brought from Chicago. He'd stopped and introduced himself. His affection for the child was so obviously sincere that he'd quite won Miss Thorndike's heart. She'd even let him take the youngster out of his carriage for a moment. Now, as he arrives at his attorney's office, more than ever, Bill is determined to get the matter of custody settled. Determined to give his son the break he should have. Hello, hello. The door is locked. Hello, Mr. McKillop. Oh, it's you lad. Well, don't stand in that doorway like a ghost without a home. Come in, come in. Okay. Uh, Now, sit here. But I can see you without twisting my neck. Thanks. Hey, what are you thanking me for? It didn't cost anything. <laughs> hey, so you're in a merry frame of mind, are you? And the last time we met, you are as pale as Sir James when he met the Black Knight. Who? Don't tell me you know nothing of Scotch history. Uh, I'm afraid I'm pretty ignorant on the subject. If you are, you're the loser. Yeah, I guess I ought to read up on it. I do seem to remember something about a fellow named Bruce. I should hope so. One of the bravest kings the Scots ever had. The Battle of Bannockburn. Ah, uh, there was a battle for you. One hundred thousand men against thirty thousand Scots, and the thirty thousand drove them out of Scotland. Hey, that must have been quite a fight. What sort of weapons did they use in those days? Bows and arrows. As good a weapon as a man needs for a clean fight. Bombs and tanks, uh, nonsense. Well, lad, what's on your mind? Speak up. Huh? Oh. oh. Well, um I, I thought I'd better have another talk with you, Mr. McKillan. Uh, talk, then I'm listening. Well, several things have changed since I saw you last. You remember I was hoping then that if I showed Kit my wife that I was on the level about getting the divorce. Well, I thought about maybe she'd go ahead and get one herself. It would have been easier that way. Now, what happened? She refused. Yeah, I thought she would. You did? Of course. I've known the girl's father since she was a wee babe. Ben Calvert was born to make trouble from the first breath he drew. He put it up to it, without a doubt. Yeah, you have certainly got the picture right, Mr. McKillop. In spite of how Kit feels, I think she might have been willing to listen to reason. Except for her father. Oh, he was furious when I turned down the proposition he made me. What proposition was that? Now, if I'm to help you, you'll have to give me the facts. I've heard of no proposition. Oh, well, that's why I came up today. I wanted to bring you up to date. Uh, the idea is Mr. Calvert offered me a choice. A, a quiet divorce. He said Kit would go away and get one if I made no attempt to get custody of my child. But if I tried to get the baby, well, Kit would contest the divorce. He said he'd fight with every weapon he had. Uh, every weapon, eh? Now, that sounds bad, my boy. Yeah, well, I, I realize it might be quite a battle. Led, the Battle of Bannockburn will look like a party for the children if Ben Calvert decides to use every weapon as he threatens to. He's got money, position, no conscience. Uh, nobody knows that better than I do. And he'll do what he says if I know him, which I do, worse luck. Yeah, that's what has me worried. Unless the fact that he made that offer means something. Yeah, it's a strange thing, come to think of it. Strange, Mr. McKillop? Yes. And odd business indeed. When Ben Calvert gets to the point of making proposals and suggesting terms. Yeah, that's the way it seemed to me. Yes. I couldn't figure out why he did it. Of course, he's bound and determined to keep the baby at any cost, but... Uh, that may be. But it's not like the old skinprint to offer one thing in exchange for another. He's a man to grab with both hands. Puzzles me. There's something behind it, all right. I'd like to know what it is. Yeah, so would I. Well, not that it uh, offers the essential facts however. of it. But it must alter them somehow. Look, Mr. McKillop, Mr. Calvert as much as offered me a bribe, provided I drop any attempt to get custody of my own son. Now, it must mean that he's afraid of something. Very likely it does. Well, and if we take the case into court, doesn't that mean we have a good chance of winning? Not by a long shot. Oh. Well... Of course, I don't know anything about the law. That, lad, is at the same time your weakness and your strength. But I should think that the truth is on your side. Truth which anyone could recognize. The law recognizes its own truth, lad. And that truth may not be visible to you or even to me. Now, that's the catch to it. But even so, if Mr. Calvert's afraid of something, whatever it is, when we take the case into court, maybe we'll find out what it is. That's why I... think You might find out what he's afraid of. But you can't hope that it'll do you much good. No, lad, you're on the wrong side of the fence. What do you mean? You you don't think I should just sit back and do nothing, do you? When I saw you before, you said... I've looked into matters more thoroughly since then. And what I found was not very encouraging. Well, we've got to do something. I can't go on like this, up in the air. I I hadn't even seen the kid for weeks until today. Huh? You went to the Calvert's house, did you? No, I saw him just now on my way over here. They were across the street in the courthouse square. He and his mother? As you? far as I know, Kit never has anything to do with the baby. Let alone taking him for an outing. Now, he was with his nurse, Mr. Thorndike. Thorndike, eh? Mm. She probably knows a lot about what goes on in that house. What sort of a woman is she? Well, she seems very confident. She's awfully fond of the kids. We had quite a talk. Hey, if they're still there, maybe you can get a look at him. Wait a minute, I'll see. Yeah, there they are. Yeah, don't see. Wonders we'll never see. Hey, come and see him, Mr. McKillis. You know, he's not just an ordinary baby. He's a very exceptional fellow. Now, look, lad. I respect your paternal pride. But don't ask me to show it. <laughs> I can see him grinning from here. Yeah, more credit to your eyes. Now, now come back along here. He can stop behaving like a schoolboy and showing off his new bicycle. Come here now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the first time I've seen him in such a long time. I guess I got sort of excited. I see that you did. You're bubbling over like a new bride's saucepan <laughs> Now, you'd better simmer down. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right, Brian. There's nothing wrong with you that a few years won't take care of. You're young yet. Young and foolish. Yeah, I guess I am. But you have one thing in your favor. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. You're honest. When a man's been a lawyer as long as I have, he, he learns to appreciate honesty. Treasure it like a precious jewel. Yeah. Well, I've always tried to be honest. Oh, so it doesn't always seem to make things easier. No, that's the rub, lad. But you have to stick it out just the same. The world, especially the world of the law, is a strange one full of uncertainties. That's where the danger lurks. You have to know where to expect the pitfalls. Yeah, I realize that, Mr. McKillop. You see, that's why I came to you. I thought if you knew the whole situation, maybe you could help me. Maybe you'd have an idea what to do. There's plenty of ideas yeah what to do. There's plenty of ideas Yeah, what to do. There's plenty of ideas yeah, here what to do. There's plenty of ideas. Before, my wife doesn't want the child. I know she doesn't. There must be some way. There is my wife. Y- you think I have a chance to win? No. Not a ghost of one. Well, then, what do you mean there's a way? My advice to you is accept Ben Calvert's proposition. Accept it? It's the only way. Otherwise, you may come out with nothing. I'm a realist, my boy. I know the law. And the law in this sort of case is for the mother regardless. Yeah, but Chip doesn't want the child. It's Mr. Calvert. You say you've known him a long time. Well, you ought to I know... I've known him, yes. And I know what he is. Well, then if you had a child, would you want him brought up in that house? Brought up by Ben Calvert? Uh, that's a foolish question, lad. Well, don't you think I had any chance? I'm afraid you haven't. Not a ghost of one. You haven't sufficient grounds to win against a contested divorce. And as for getting your baby? No, lad. The best thing for you is to tell Ben Calvert you'll not fight for your child. Tell him you'll you'll accept his offer. Bill Meade looked at the lawyer in stunned silence. The possibility that he might accept Ben's offer had for some time been entirely dismissed from his mind. But if McKillop, a reliable attorney who certainly knew what he was saying, advised him to accept that offer... Well, all his thoughts were confused again. He thought of the nurse's words, her implication that the child's future in the Calvert home would be far from a happy one. He thought of Aunt Mary and David Bowman. Must he give up everything he believed in? In spite of what he knew to be right, did he have no chance of winning custody of his own baby son?